down in front. I don't lose. I won't lose. I'm never letting you go. Oh, you're in trouble now. Welcome to Old Fogies and Films. Each episode, the members of this panel take turns assigning a film to watch and discuss. We have... Ruth. Shelly. Skia. Eric. And me, Fahad. Today we've convened to discuss a film that features a horror the fogies are beginning to know so well, Getting Old. I Care A Lot, starring Rosamund Pike, Peter Dinklage, and Diane Weiss, is about a woman who legally games the system of state-imposed guardianship over elderly people to shuffle them off too early in their twilight years and milk them for their money until they die. But then she cons the wrong old lady, who has ties to a mob boss, and thus begins a battle of wills between two people who refuse to lose and care very little about who gets hurt in the process. Was that okay? Sounded perfect. Okay. Because I care a lot about what I say. (laughs) (laughs) You You seem almost drunk. You're like, where am I right now? Well... I mean, inside this box. <laughs> when I'm really tired, I think I act the way I would be if I were drunk. <laughs> so this is me drunk. <laughs> um, I love it. So this Except is going to be fun. Eye. And it's funny because I am contemplating getting Taco Bell after this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'm contemplating getting drunk after this. All right. <laughs> So I'll go ahead and start first with some of my thoughts and then I'll move around with uh, the rest of the fogies. Um, So it is kind of fun that we're watching a movie about old people and we are old fogies in films. Um, But uh, with this movie, I didn't exactly know what to expect. You know, I saw the trailer on Netflix and I didn't know how much of a drama it would be versus how much of a comedy it would be or a dark comedy. Um, But I, I really enjoyed the tone of this movie. Um, it was that more of a dark comedy, dramedy kind of a thing with a lot of ridiculous stuff that kind of happens, especially towards the end, where it's like one ridiculous thing over the next ridiculous thing over the next. But when you're able to suspend your belief of reality with this movie, you went, at least for me, I ended up really enjoying it. It was really fun to watch the two sides spar against one another. Um, and as I was watching this and as it was nearing the end, I started realizing I'm watching a movie with absolutely no good guys in it. This is a movie about villains. Like everybody was a bad guy, no matter, even if they were the victim, Diane Weiss is not a necessarily a good guy. Yes, she's been taken advantage of, but she plays totally into the fact that she's the mom of a mob boss. You know, she even tries to kill um, the main character at one point. Uh, So yeah, so I found that very interesting. It's very rare that you see a movie that's just focused on all bad people. And it makes it a little hard for you as the audience to decide who are you rooting for? Um, And I think honestly, throughout the whole movie, I was rooting for Peter Dinklage's side and against Rosamund Pike, even though Rosamund Pike's the main character and the journey we're going on is with her. But I I was like, but what she's doing is so terrible. She deserves everything she's getting. Um, So I I was rooting against her. 
even though part times I was rooting for her, I was like, get out of that car. Don't drown. <laughs> yes, get out. You know, like, and oh. what she did to Peter Dinklage in terms of uh. drugging him and getting and getting custody over him as well, guardianship over him. I was like, wow, she's getting her revenge really nicely. And then I'm like, no, wait, I don't want to root for her. Peter Dinklage, figure a way to screw her over again. Um, so I enjoyed that aspect of this movie that you do you do have to ask yourself, who am I rooting for? Who's the lesser of two evils in this scenario? And I think I came to the conclusion, for me at least, that Marla, Rosamund Pike's character, is the evil, evil one. And Peter Dinklage is just doing what he can because she messed with the wrong person. Yes, maybe in another movie, he's the bad guy. He's the one that you're rooting against, but not in this movie for me. So those are some of my thoughts. I'm going to go in the order in which I see folks on here. So, um, and it kind of works out because this person seemed to be vocal and excited about some things I said and who I was rooting for. So that is Takia. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I love this movie. This is right down my alley of movies, unpredictable with amazing acting, thriller. You don't know what's happening next. I learned some things too about it. The whole idea of, um, they call it something like a um, whatever, whatever she was. She's like a court appointed guardian. That's what, yeah. Mm -hmm. Being a court appointed con artist guardian and, and taking advantage of these people and not even, it's just, it just an ultimate upheaval. And like Fahad said, I was, I was loving the action. I mean, especially when, when I saw when she, she um, you know, took, took charge of the wrong, the wrong mom, <laughs> you know, the mom of a, of a, of a, of a, a gangster. I think he was like a, a crime. What would, I, what would I put here? Sorry, a crime boss or something like that. Yeah. Crime board, yeah. So um, yeah, I was like, ooh, good. Now she's gonna her ass gonna be toast. She's gonna get hers. You know, he warned her, and then I liked also how she, how, how brave uh, she like she didn't fear anything. It's almost like she didn't fear death or anything like, like that either. It's like whoa, you know. And even right until so she was captured, she was still like, yeah, come at me, yo, you know, come at me, bro, or whatever, you know. In her, in her mind, you know, I'm not scared of this and that. I've already, you know, I've already, you know, been threatened and whatnot, and you, know, you can't fear life and stuff like that. So, you know, all that said, I was glad we finally captured her and all, and um, you got his, got her girlfriend, and I was hoping, you know, okay, this is gonna be the end of them. But then, you know, <laughs> I didn't want her to get out of the water. I was like, no, stay in there. <laughs> then, like, whoa, she survived that. Oh, come on, is she gonna actually? get away with all this so it was the movie made me matter and matter and matter everything happened and then she left him and she got him you know with the at the close to the end and left him down the road you know basically gave him some of his own medicine so to say even though i wanted him to take her out her and her girlfriend out so like you said it's weird two bad two evil people two 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 um crime criminals here in a way and um rooting for one criminal over the other like how does that work he's supposed to root for the good guy i root for the bad guy, the that was guy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so in the end oh my gosh i was shocked because um you know look, look, how, she, look how she gets taken out by the um an everyday joe you're thinking i, I keep on thinking maybe peter dinklage had roman had something to do with that the, the guy that she was dealing with in the beginning how he he didn't she didn't let him his mom I thought maybe Roman had something to do with that. Like, oh, maybe he arranged it somehow. So it wouldn't look like, because even when she, he, he joined her to do business together, did you guys think, I was thinking something's going to happen. This is, uh, this is all a ploy to get back at her. Something's going to happen here. 
but then I was surprised that they actually joined together with for, in business. Sorry, I'm rambling on here, but um, yeah, um, I like how it 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 she, she did get karma. Karma's a bitch, as they say. She, she did get hers at the end, even by someone who not you would not think would happen. Yeah, yep. and um, yeah, the acting like I said, acting was great. Um, I run my mouth about this movie for a long time, so I'll let someone else go in. But um, yeah. I was very impressed with it. I, I liked how you didn't know what was happening and um, trying to think what else. Yeah, okay, let me go ahead and someone else. <laughs> well, well, no, thank you, Takia. It was yeah. definitely like a seesaw ride, right? It's like I, yeah, one it's, side is winning, now the other side's winning, then the other side's winning. Yeah. Um, and I do like the comment you the, that you made that in the end, the person who took her out was actually just a regular Joe. Mm. It was like, yeah, she screwed over the wrong mom by screwing mm. over Peter Dinklage's mob boss, you know, like it was his mom. But it wasn't even that that ended up killing her in the end. It was just another older person that she took advantage of that ended up screwing her in the end because her son went cuckoo and killed her. And um, I and I, I just want to make note, I'm sorry, um, I, I thought even after all the credits, you know, something happens toward after the credits, you see a little something happen. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe, you know, the, the everyday Joe guy, I forgot his name, he would, you know, he, Peter uh, Roman would come out and shake his hand like, yeah, well uh, done, you know, you know, or something like, I don't yeah, know. No, I I think he, I keep, we keep on saying Peter Dinklage, but Roman, I, know, I think, Roman, I, think Roman. <laughs> I think Roman was able to put aside, cause you know, they're both criminals and what speaks to them more than anything oftentimes is money. And they yeah. ended up making each other a lot of money, I think. So I yeah. think they were able to look it over, but no, no, definitely some great insights there. Uh, next yeah. on the list is Shelly. Oh, yay. Um, so I really, <clears throat> I enjoyed this movie a lot as well. I enjoyed the first half more than the second half but overall really liked the movie i think it lost me i think it lost me at the <clears throat> second half when it felt like i was supposed to be rooting for her and i just wanted it to be like no she's awful like she is awful she does not she did not seem to care about anyone not even her girlfriend i felt awful for her girl it didn't matter it's like her girlfriend's life didn't matter and <clears throat> That whole fear conversation bothered me. I mean, I guess she was trying, I don't know, that whole just dialogue, <clears throat> I didn't like, but clearly she cared, she cared about her girlfriend and she apologized when she nearly killed her. Um, but overall, yes, I really liked it. And I was gonna say the same thing. Um, I agreed with lots with what you said, Fahad, um, had a lot of those same thoughts and I did think at first when she was talking to Roman, when they were kind of joining together, I thought, well, he's playing her. But then you kind of realize that, nope, they love money so much. And then when I saw the wall with all of, with all of her wards from like the entire country, I thought, how awful. Right. And so I was so, I, the, it all redeemed, the second half redeemed itself when she gets killed by the son that said he never got to see his mom again because of her. Um, so yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked the ending. I was so glad that she was dead. And I was glad that her girlfriend was <laughs> done with her. Maybe her girlfriend could just go move off and not con old people. But they kind of, they also, sorry to go back to when their doctor friend, who was awful. I mean, there were lots right. of awful people. In this Everybody movie. was a villain. 
but they didn't care that she, they sort of on the surface cared that she died, but that didn't even stop them Mm-mm. that she was murdered straight out. They were like, well, we just got to save ourselves. Yeah. Um, I will say that, you know, I mean, like everybody was a villain. I mean, the judge, nece- he wasn't necessarily evil, but he was a buffoon that allowed this to happen. Yeah. He was a clown. And because of that, what? He was a clown, remember? He, the, the, he says, oh, the, the yeah. guy, he says, you were a clown. And he's like, are you calling me a clown? I was saying, I was like, yes, you are. Yeah, you he, are a clown. Basically, it was. He, so he allowed this to happen. So as a result, he's not a good guy either. You no. know, he's the judge. He, I mean, it's scary. Like, like you're saying, Shelly, this is evil what they were doing. And it's scary because I'm like, is this happening in real life? No, like, are you able? Yeah, are you able to get guardianship over people without them even having to come in, being able allowed to come into court to defend themselves and say, "Look at me, I'm not incoherent." You know, I, I mean, like Britney Spears, for example, right? You can get someone declared medic. I think it's like medically incompetent, and get decision making for them. I'm not, I mean, but then you think like, oh, you have to get a doctor to, te- you have to get a te- like te- um, battery of testing done. But if you can pay a doctor off. I was about to say, if you get the wrong doctor. Oh my God. I, I feel like you should have to get a second opinion for something. Like yeah. That. yeah. You're taking away someone's entire life. Well, I feel like you should. One person's. And, and I also don't understand how this judge who has apparently had her in front of him several times has not noticed the pattern that right. she's yeah. this doctor to make statements about people. Yeah. That she then gets accused by family members and stuff. Of, I mean, if you get accused more than once, there's something going on and you're not on the up and up. He's Unless he was paid off as well. They didn't, didn't seem but... like he absolutely didn't care to do his due diligence about. No. about but but you're right. They need a second opinion or a site visit. They need something to confirm like this. Is, and the fact that the poor son in the beginning of the movie is like, my mom is not like this is their family saying she's yeah. fine. Like I'm the family and I'm telling you she's fine. Like, Oh, and when they took, so you can see. <laughs> when they took um, Roman's mom's, I mean, I know at that point we didn't know that she was part of the, like related to the mob, but when they right. took her phone, we were, it bothered me. I thought, Oh my God. Yeah. She, she can't, can't even talk to her loved ones. Like what, what it's just, everybody was evil. Even the people in the nursing home, they were all evil. They are, oh, yeah. Eric, over to you. Okay, you guys. I cannot believe I'm going to say this because in 26 films, I have never felt this way, but I hated this movie. Hated it. Oh. Uh, I, I'm probably being generous when I say that uh, halfway through, I basically was just counting the minutes, hoping it oh would be gosh. over. I'm like, just please be fucking over. I was so angry. I wanted her to drown that horrible watery death and when she actually got out, I wanted to destroy your television, Fahad, which I was watching it. I was going to throw a brick through it. Uh, I'd have to go find one. Your house is made of them, but, you know, they're not loose. Um, so I'd have to dig one out. Um, but, yeah, I cannot. Mm, even looking at pictures today of this movie, like scenes from the movie, I got angry. I don't ever want to see or hear about this movie again for the rest of my life. I was angry too. I mean, I guess that was that's the point of hating the movie, but I was I had that level of anger like like you did. Well, I, I have I have seen plenty of movies where um where nobody's a good guy and and I love those films. It's fine. I think that this was very poorly written and poorly directed. I gotta be honest with you. They did not they it seems like 
it would have worked if they had made this a little more of a comedy, like a slapstick comedy. Uh, but giving Peter Dinklage a, a dipshit ponytail does not make it a comedy. Man bun? <laughs> you know? like that? <laughs> the, the rest of the movie, the tone was completely on board with, and I think some of you sort of picked up on this, the tone was, uh, she's your protagonist. You're supposed to be rooting for her. She's going up against the man and she's gonna win in the end. And I'm like, no, she's despicable. <laughs> and part of the problem there was the script. We sure, you know, Peter Dinklage and his his crew, Roman and his crew, they're, they're ex-Russian mafia or whatever. He's a crime boss, obviously. But we never, ever, ever hear about anything that they've done. So as far as we know within the narrative, sure, they're just quote unquote bad guys but we haven't seen them do anything. We know, they tell us in great detail how horrible Rosamund Pike is and what she has done to people. And I also, I mean, I have to say like on this, this is debatable, of course, it's, it's each person's morality has to decide, but on the scale of like things that are, you know, where things are bad, like what's above what, I'm sorry, but like treating the elderly that way, taking away anyone's life and liberty, gaslighting them, these kinds of things that she does to every single one of her wards, these things make me more angry than anything else. I mean, murder in a movie, okay, whatever. But you know, treating people this way, I think is just disgusting. And the fact that she does it with such glee because she literally does not care about anybody. And it also speaks to how we treat the, the elderly in our society. Like it, she just decided that they don't actually matter anymore. So she's going to do whatever she wants with them in their life and their assets. That's so gross to me. I can't even stand it. And so <laughs> I really, really fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll say more on it later, but, uh, but I did want to raise one thing, which is that, so, you know, I put together this calendar for our recordings and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, I told everyone that I would let them know if theirs was going to be on a holiday so that they could remember and choose a movie. But I forgot to say something to Fahad, and I guess he didn't see it on the calendar either. And his his was labeled with Cinco de Mayo because that's when this uh, episode is actually going to be coming out. It's going to be in that week. And, and so I, at first I was looking at the counter and I remembered that this morning and, and I was like, oh crap, I didn't say anything and he didn't pick a movie that goes with that theme. But then I remembered that week is also Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, and that was another option for And ironically, he did pick a perfect movie for Mother's Day because the entire plot is about one man's struggle to get his poor mother out of a, 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 an el, you know, an elderly care facility after being put there by a, a despicable person. So good job, Fahad, on your subconscious <laughs> choice. Yay. <laughs> Mothers. And you know, uh, I know Diane Weiss probably had done bad things in her life, but uh, she was the one I was rooting for. I really, really wanted her to actually strangle her. I was like, please, yeah. please <laughs> oh, yeah. do a lot of damage. Please do a lot of damage. And then I got so pissed when she actually got in more trouble because of it. It's like, no, this woman deserves to get herself out of the situation because no one's treated worse than older women. They don't matter to anybody. And I wanted her to really step up and be like, you know what, you know what, you fucking bitch? I'm OG bitch and you have messed with the woman and I'm going to teach you. I'm going to school you on how you do this. That's what I wanted so bad. But unfortunately, Diane Weist. She got um, put into a windowless room in a worse uh, facility, nursing yeah. home, wherever that was and, that they took her. And despite being the biggest star in this movie, technically, she, we didn't see that much of her. And instead, it's all about, you know, Rosamund Pike and Peter Dinklage. So 
So I was a little disappointed in that too, because I was, I was like, oh, Diane Weist movie. I'm so excited. And, um, and then we, I didn't see as much of her as I wanted to. So that was also a problem for me, but all right, I'm going to stop there and I'm going to try to calm myself down a little bit. Okay. Deep breaths and more alcohol. <sighs> I can't <laughs> okay well i really liked it i thought it was really good um well when it when the movie first starts off you see how the guy's running in there um the son of the first lady um that uh marla gets obviously does <laughs> those things awful but um at first you think oh he's like this gonna be this horrible person but um you get to know Marla and basically to me she is a huge manipulator and she has to me no conscience at all she could care less about anyone else except for herself and somewhat her girlfriend I guess is probably the only most humane type person she would consider um but I will say I thought the movie was good and the acting was good um it's very disturbing and disgusting and sickening watching her do that or anyone, especially because, you know, people, you know, or that have been in your family going and nursing him. And it, and it makes you really scared that like something like that, hopefully it would never happen, but that frightens me a lot. No one, no one in my family makes it to a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this isn't even like they aren't even in a nursing home to begin with sometimes, right? They just mm -hmm. go to their doctor and their doctor labels them as incompetent or needing this guardianship. That's what's scary. And they don't even get us. to show up. That's the yeah. awful thing. Oh, it's an emergency hearing. I mean, that's an awful lot of an emergency hearing. Didn't the judge think, why are there so many? It wasn't a flippant <laughs> idiot. Can't put two and two together and say there's something fishy going on here. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. I, get that. It's uh, I do like when she thinks right. that she's getting all these people, I guess you could say her victims slash people like her victims slash clients or people she's getting under her care. Um, and I, I love the fact that she finally meets her match and um, gets what's coming to her because then she's finally because she thought her the quote-unquote Sherry was going to be like this the best person she could get and I love the fact that she finally gets I mean you know she does have times where she actually is scared but for, you know I know for the most part she's not but I, I love the challenge of her and you know she finally got what was coming to her and um with all that kind of stuff and yeah, I agree with all of you. I was so happy she got shot, but it was just almost too little too late in the plot. I was like, she deserved to go through a lot more shit. I want to see her suffer one shot at the end and then she dies. And blah, blah. But, yeah. but I, I, did, I did kind of think, and they don't say this in the movie, but I choose to believe that Roman used her to set up this incredibly lucrative billion dollar corporation that's respected in the industry and makes him tons of money. And then just let this disgruntled person know where she was going to be at the right time and said, hey, I didn't do anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe That's told him, hey, watch the news. Because wasn't she being interviewed on some yeah. news show? Maybe it was live. And he's like, turn this channel on. And he. That's yeah. why I want to see. I want to see that. Yeah. 
that's why I want to see the end, like, like him appear somewhere, maybe like after the right. credits and be like, yeah, uh, she she finally got her karma, you know, and, and then, you know, him and the the guy she called in the first, you know, when, when I got shot her, like they were, you know, in, in, you know, they planned. You know, you know what would have been better? If they cut to a final scene where Diane Weist is the one that like gives off the phone Ooh. and says, is yeah. it done? Okay. Because that's a more like, yeah, I can see her doing, doing the more like yeah. subtle like I, I I got you in the end and I didn't mm -hmm. have to make a big show of it, but you're gone. So I told was you her, you would regret it. Was her relationship with her son, they only saw each other once a year? That was I don't remember how often it was. Every six months or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. They had like a super close relationship, right? <clears throat> I think it was really I thought it was maybe the same day every month. Okay. I thought I think it's like that because she was like, what is today? So that means last week was the eighth. And then she realizes, oh, the day that I missed was the day I was supposed to go see my son and you're in trouble. Um, um, I mean, yeah. I guess it could have been, it could have been, maybe it could have been once a year, but it, no, I, I, yeah. She seems important enough to him that he makes this happen often. Yeah. Often. Yeah, otherwise, that's a crazy uh, coincidence that she just happened to put this woman in a home on that right around the time she was going to see her. So this is kind of a probably a dumb question. He was supposed to be Russian. Yeah, they it's were the funny, Russian. They didn't make any of them do Russian accents, so that's good. Oh. Not reacting. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I would say the to me they were both evil, but. I guess I, I was more on the side of Romans. I was just really wanted to see her get what's coming to her. And mm -hmm. well, I think Eric's right. They didn't like show us all that he did. Maybe he did some really awful things, yeah, but they yeah. didn't really, it was just like, oh, he's in the mob, like he's in the mob, the Russian mob. I mean, there was something going on with like the, you know, he had yeah, enough that he had to fake his own death. Right. Uh, but then and we drug also smuggling, saw something like that. Yeah. And then we also saw the other stuff he was willing to do, right? He sent the three people into the nursing home with guns to go rescue the mom, and they were willing to just kill whoever was in their way. Mm -hmm. um, so we did get to see, like, glimpses of, like, their willingness to kill. Um, and I forgot, they showed all the picture, the Polaroids of the the mules. Or at least oh, right. I they were the drug the girls yeah. that they were yeah so we did see a lot of the and he, and he didn't seem to if they lost two of them it didn't bother him what was that about the meals again and i'm probably asking another question the dr like drug i think they were moving drugs oh drugs. okay yeah. i thought the prostitutes or something at first but like then then i realized yeah like you said i don't think prostitutes or something else the girls in the, in the cars yeah can't they be both <laughs> They probably are. <laughs> yeah. I was confused. I didn't know like what they're but were they doing like some kind of was he some kind of pimp at first or something like that that's why I was wondering what Roman was when I saw those cards. Then I realized that like you said Charlie they're probably helping him push the drugs. Yeah. So speaking of Peter Dinklage, um, I really like him actually. I love everything he's in. I love to watch him. I liked him in this movie, in fact. Uh, I wanted him to win. I am yeah. very I, he did. He did. But but I'm glad they didn't have him. Uh, they didn't have any of his crew, but they did. They didn't have him try to do like a Russian accent because that's where he's from. Uh, because he, I've heard people say that they think his uh, his British accent on Game of Thrones was really amazing. 
I think it's horrible. I actually have a hard time watching him on that show because it's so grating. It, it's just terrible. And it takes me totally out of it. I'm just like, oh, why did he like use his mouth that way? It's just, huh? so I'm glad they didn't ask him to try to do Russian. Yeah. yeah that's just hate. that's just more hate for me. Sorry, guys. There's going to be more. I'm going to, <laughs> I will raise more hate uh, because this movie should be, every copy should be burned. But it, 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 it invoked so much passion inside of you. That yeah, maybe it was the something. acting really touched your heart. Yeah. Was the acting so bad or was it so real enough that because you, you hated Rosamund Pike's character so much, but did you hate Rosamund Bahad. Pike? Bahad, I never said the acting was bad. Oh, no, that's what I'm asking. I, I know you didn't. You said you hated the movie. So I am now asking you the question. Did you hate the acting as well? I did not. Uh, the acting is great. Like if, if you strip that away objectively, well performed. Uh, the production value was good, but I think scripting, directing, uh, the whole tone, all of that, terrible, tanked, failed. Big old so, face palm. Face plant. Not a, well, I face <laughs> I face palmed for the face plant that was this movie. <laughs> um, I have a question about the. You guys were saying that, that, that Rose, uh, what's her name? Marl didn't really care about her girlfriend. They seem like they care about each other a lot. Like, can't, it's, can't well, like, it a lot. Where did you guys see that, that, that she wasn't, that she was she just put her in danger? Like, yeah, she just didn't seem, she, she didn't, oh. she cared more about money. It was just like the money was the most important thing than the girlfriend. But she did give her girlfriend the choice when she came back. That, like, we could yeah. just leave. We have these diamonds. We can just She's leave. Like, but she is her she's personality. Type, it is it is textbook. She's manipulative. She yeah. knows exactly what to say to people to get what she wants. She knows exactly how to manage her girlfriend. She's probably been managing her since the day they started dating. So she says this to her, knowing full well that the girlfriend will not give her the answer she doesn't want to hear. It's so disgusting. I mean, there's so many moments. If I were Rosamund Pike's character. I would have been like, I'm out of here. I mean, the the lawyer threatening her, her actually being captured, and then her being almost drowned, her girlfriend being beaten up and left for dead, the apartment exploding. I mean, they barely <laughs> got out of there. Her yeah. had been uh, just a few minutes later, her girlfriend would have been blown up. That I mean, it's kind of like Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. You know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> that bothered me too, because the movie was set up on the premise that this is sort of realistic like we're in the real world you know like some movies that you know you can tell what their the rules are and you can go along with that mm -hmm. and i feel that this movie set up realism so we're supposed to believe you know they're operating within the normal world's you know possibility so there were a couple moments mostly her escape escaping death that where i was like this is, this is not reasonable this is there's no way she got out of that car there's no way after all those drugs they pumped her full of that she woke up in the middle of it. She, in reality, she would have stayed unconscious until she drowned and she'd be dead. Yeah. And there's no way they got out of that house before it blew up. That's just so absurd yeah. to me. In the rest of the movie, like it's, I'm sorry. Well, that's why I said- right, That's what they were going for. Well, and that's why I said in, the, in my little spiel in the very beginning, you know, once I was able to suspend belief of like the rea this reality, that's why I was able to be like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy them going after one another. Um, like my, my, honestly, my favorite part was when she captured, um, shoot, what's his name? Uh, Roman. 
and had him, you know, legally declared as needing to, her to be his guardian. Yeah. I just, I just found that so funny, even though I was rooting for Roman, I was just like, I can't believe she managed to like drug him, leave him there naked on this, on the sidewalk. Then he goes in as a John Doe and she's like all of a sudden able to become his guardian out of everybody. I wonder um, how, how realistic that is. Like, do you really, um, just out of curiosity, if you're, if you're, found like that do they really appoint a guardian to you i guess they he was pumped up with so much so many drugs that they just decide that they're not able to well, make decisions well, in no, under, under normal circumstances he would have woken up and said i'm not a john doe here's who i am but if this is actually a very yeah. shrewd thing this uh -huh. is a very shrewd thing on her part is that she knew that when he woke up he wouldn't be able to tell them yeah. his identity because it's too tied up and crap he doesn't want people investigating so he would have to just try to get out of there under the name John Doe. And so he would be forced to do whatever she wanted. Uh, so that was very shrewd of her. But I mean, I, I hate to be like, I, Fahad, you said you could just suspend disbelief. Cool. Uh, I'm happy for you. I wish that I could have. I hope you guys understand, like you've heard me defend basically every movie we've watched. Not, not just mine, but even, even other movies other people have picked. I'm like, well, you know, I think that they they were doing this or that. And I, I see where they were trying to go with it. And, and it's, and, it, and I think it works for my opinion. And I've defended basically every movie. So I do not know why I can't defend this one. <laughs> I, I'm happy if the rest of you- Are you finding like it pretty shocking that the other four of us were all like, we liked it a lot. I know. You have such visceral hatred for it. You went through almost everyone before me and Ruth and, 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 and I was like, oh my gosh, everyone is like, <laughs> Well, then you're talking about the hatred, and then I'm sitting here like, okay, what's Ruth gonna say? And then Ruth's like, I liked it a lot. <laughs> but that's the whole point. Well, though. that's because it's got lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the whole point. It's okay to hate or like it. That's the point exactly. of the, the whole group. You know, we like, all have different. Like, I, I thought you guys would annoy with me the other week when I, I wasn't as into Spice Girls the movie, but I loved them as a group. And I, it looked, I, felt, I felt like, I'm just like surprised you, know, you guys would annoy with me. So I'm just you know. surprised at myself because I've defended basically every other movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt in your shoes, Eric, like everyone else liked this movie with me. Like, like I, <laughs> I, I think this movie did, a, for me, did a really good job of making me hate her so much um, yeah. oh because gosh. of the horrible things. But, it, but I enjoyed watching that even though it made me angry to watch what was happening but i think i just enjoyed the ride being on the ride as it was happening was she it wearing was a good roller coaster ride yeah. yeah was she wearing a wig because her hair bothered me a lot <laughs> she's straight or something I don't, maybe it was too straight i don't think it was one but maybe i think i think it worked maybe i have too straight hair <laughs> but, um, I, think, I think it I've worked. never seen I, her in anything before, but I liked her as an actress. I was trying to say I like the hair, but it made her look even more malicious. Like here's this yeah, it was very severe hair yeah. haircut. It was so yeah. severe, like she was her personality. That's why I liked about it. That, that's you know, the hair really worked for me. I, I thought it was strange too how straight it was. I mean, like, oh, this is it accentuates her evilness even more. <laughs> you know who she reminded me of? Yeah. And I never even watched this show. Maybe I saw commercials. You know, Dharma and Greg? She yeah. That oh. actress that played Dharma. Oh. She does they have the same eyes. Uh, oh my God, Jennifer Elfman. Yeah, Jennifer. Yes, that's who that was, yeah. 
I love Janet Elfman. She was most recently uh, on uh, Fear the Walking Dead, and she was so good. Which Fear is the not Walking Dead you'd think of her to be on. Yeah, Fear the Fear the Walking Dead has this interesting history of actually casting comedic actors mm-hmm. in what is very like tense situations. They actually Alicia Witt, who played the doctor who was murdered in this movie. Um, she was on Fear the Walking Dead too, and I've only ever seen her in comedy. So when she popped up on there as a really like terrible person, I was What surprised. was her name? Alicia Witt. Alicia Witt. Eric, wasn't she? She was in Walking Dead too. I was gonna say she was in regular Walking Dead. Oh, she sorry, was- sorry. Well, both both shows, yeah. yeah. Um, they also regular no- Walking Dead also had, so, shockingly, Brett Butler. Yes, also oh. a comedic actress, very strange. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead had Mo Collins. Um, that's her name, right? From, uh, from Mad, TV. Mad TV. Mad TV. Um, oh, I'm forgetting. Oh, hi, she, she was so, in The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to The Sopranos. I, re- I knew I recognized her from an episode. Wow. Can we do like a like- recap of all our, 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 um, Fogies podcast to see how many things go back to Sopranos for Shelly? Oh. <laughs> I think I feel like there's a sign that the rest of us bogies should watch all of Sopranos so that we can contribute more to the conversation. If you don't like it, I would just have to leave the podcast. <laughs> Take it. I, okay. I saw the very ending of it. Oh, everybody saw that. Which is not a spoiler oh, yeah. for anything. It's not. I mean, yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah. They show that clip now because it doesn't ruin anything. It just tells no. you, shows you how terrible it ended. Uh, the I was gonna say also Garrett Dillahunt uh, was uh, also right. Fear the Walking Dead uh, opposite Jennifer Elfman because they played uh, a couple uh, and he's usually comedic too. So except well, I mean, I guess I've seen him in more comedy stuff than I have other stuff. But you know, the first time we met him, Fahad and I was on Sarah Connor Chronicles, yeah. and that was drama. He was playing a robot. So, <laughs> um, Eric, do you recognize? uh fran marla's girlfriend we've seen her at least we've at least seen her three or four times in the last like few months no No. baby driver Uh, i've not seen that but no oh i mean that's not where i'm talking about for eric i know that's why i've seen her she um (laughs) you're gonna be like oh Um, she's the 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 ambulance drive or the person in the back of the ambulance in that movie ambulance that we've seen the trailer of multiple times <laughs> so when we went and saw what movie did we just see? Oh, Bat the Batman. It was after I had just watched I Care a Lot and she was up there. I was like, I think that's the girlfriend. <laughs> What's her <laughs> name? Do you know her name? Yeah, it's Isa Gonzalez. I think it's you- Elsa. Oh, As E-I-Z-A. Like it's E-I-Z-A. Well, I thought it's I thought it was E-L. No. Um, so I can't decide if that movie Ambulance is going to be a monster hit or a flop because I don't know action movies don't always do so hot these days it depends uh, most of them I think don't um, but but if it's so if it's huge she's about to get big real quick if it's not I guess her career is going to stay the same but <clears throat> so far it, out of out of 17 reviews it has a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes that's not hot enough, really. No. It's not bad, but you know. But of course, that means nothing. That's critics' review. It means nothing if people yeah. are going to go to the box office. Right. Oh, Eric, Garrett Dillahunt is in it. Oh my gosh. 
That's who Eric was just talking about from Sarah Connor Chronicles and Walking Fear of the Walking Dead. Not in the trailer at all. I would I would go see it if he was in the trailer. <laughs> Studios, listen up. Show me Garrett Dillahunt oh. in a trailer. And I the guy from Candyman is in it. Um, Yaya Abdul Mateen. The second. The new Candyman. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I hadn't seen it yet. It was good. I really enjoyed oh, it. I want to see. It. I'm trying to get it. See it. I liked it too. It gets a little weird in like the middle act i guess but i think it wraps pretty well so i actually like it better than the original because i don't know i've seen the original twice at least uh but for some reason i can i can't ever seem to connect with it very well and i i can't figure out why so this one i was able to much better and they do connect it to the first movie yeah which is good too yeah um cool so back to this (laughs) <laughs> Does anybody have anything else they'd like to say about the movie before we move on to the next part of the conversation? Would you guys think where he, uh, Roman was in the, with the tube and his? Did he, I don't, I don't, he was in the hospital bed, and then the, the camera pans to the the stilettos sitting on the bed. What were you guys thinking? Like, oh crap! <laughs> there yeah. she is. I, I think she was, was there to glitch. <laughs> yeah, I was just more angry. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's I, I remember the shot you're talking about, Takia, and literally yeah. it made me more angry. Yeah, and yeah. I, it's hard to describe why, but it's something about her pretentiousness and her arrogance and her fashion. Yeah, that I was just like, yeah. fuck your fucking heels that probably cost <laughs> so much. And yeah, I mean, so, just go to hell. Yeah, it was awful. She was so hateable. Yeah, yeah. she just was. Uh, but I wanted to ask, and they were like. And she's, I forget why they mentioned her name. She's 39. She's only, oh, in the interview, he's like, and she's only 39. I was surprised about that. <laughs> uh, me too. She's 40. She's like, you're older than me in real life or something. She's like 43. 43, yeah. She gave off such an older feel. She did. She, she did. did. I wouldn't say that. It's the severe <laughs> hairstyle. It's the hairstyle. <laughs> Terrible. Eric, you, you look older? I mean, she did look a little, I mean, it's, it's based on opinion. She looked older. older. I thought she was. I, I thought she was older than me. Like, oh, I look younger than. That. <laughs> I thought, oh my God. No, I think she looks thirty-nine. So it made sense to me. Uh, but I was going to ask on Peter Dinklage. What do you guys think about the scene where he's uh, doing his like uh, his exercise on the the parallel? The, the, the oh wow! Yeah. But uh, do you think that that was real? Because I think it was actually. Yeah, he I looked. It might have been strong. He looked. Real. I think it was real. He did, and he, and he looked like he was like, "I'm just trying to act through this scene. Don't make me do a million takes." Because his voice was a little yeah. shaky. Like, just getting this line out. Better hurry. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, dang, dude." Yeah. <laughs> I was look. I was looking for signs of like the green screen. He's actually laying on a box. You know? <laughs> but but no, he's like holding himself there. Parallel to the ground. Of, damn. Yeah, it's really good. But I don't know. I didn't look it up. Maybe it was <laughs> a weird use of budget, though, for the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. So, what else? Um, did I hate about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I hated her girlfriends. I you didn't know. like Fran? I hated their relationship. I just hated, ugh, I hated everything. <laughs> I didn't like her hair. though. That's a badass bitch that I wish the whole movie had been about. Just, just <laughs> Fran Weast only. I want to see a prequel, <laughs> Shelly. 
I want to see the background. I want to see Diane Weiss create this empire where she just makes money moves and puts people in their place. That's what I want to see. Yes. It would be yeah. a good prequel. We could find out all about Roman's mob days. Because yeah. he was relatively, relatively young. I don't know much about the Russian mafia, but is it kicking it and going strong and in the u.s <laughs> did you guys recognize I mean, I mean it is in russia because the head of it is you know president sure but, um, <laughs> sure <laughs> clearly <laughs> but i was yeah, wondering yeah. why he was it would be in, i was wondering why he was in like why did he fake his own death in the u.s or maybe he did we didn't know maybe it was in yeah. russia I, I can't remember it the seems- story exactly I thought they faked it in Russia and then just came here and pretended they wonder were, how they got in into the US. They smuggled them in somehow. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's funny you mentioned about the prequel. I didn't even think about that. I was watching it like, oh, they kind of, you know, like when a lot of our movies, we're always like, well, we want to see what happens next. Yeah. We did get to at least see what happens next with her. Like she created the empire and then died. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck next. <laughs> Um, not a future I'm interested in. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts before we move on to the next part? I think we can. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, well, it's don't do us dirty, Shelly. <laughs> okay, it's that time again for recast. I wasn't ready. I, wasn't I know ready. you weren't. I was like. Uh, <laughs> There was like one little drop in there while I was trying to do that and it was threatening to choke me. Down. Do you want to do, should I do it again? I was going to drown in a drop. You want to do it no, again? No. It's okay. cool. We did it. We close each episode with the recast game where we each play casting director and choose a different actor from any era, living or dead, to portray a character in the film instead. I just realized that rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> just now. <laughs> yes. 26 movies later. Yep. Wow. <laughs> and sometimes I've heard you guys say it as if you know it rhymes. Well, the others <laughs> might have. I just didn't think it did. <laughs> we close each episode with we close each episode with the recast game where we each play casting director and choose a different actor from any era, living or dead, to portray a character in the film instead. First up is <laughs> Don't put a, don't hang a lampshade on it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. We close first? each episode with the recast game. Where we no, you don't. Cast- no, 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 stop. That was all good. We're leaving, okay. We're leaving them in. Who's on first? First up is Takia. All right. I recently done this whole thing of recasting more than one person. So I decided to recast two people. Um, I'm casting Marla with Carrie Mulligan because... I like what she, her kind of cutesy girl turned like badass. And um, I promise. Promising young woman. Promising young woman. Yeah, I was like, I, I promise? What is that, that movie? Yeah. I, I like promise how, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been thinking about this song by Winter Rome or something. I don't know. I had it in my mind. Anyway, yeah, the, a promising woman. So I saw, I like how she, she was in a nurse. Now, before I give away things. Does anyone play on seeing it or wants to see it that hasn't seen it? Our yet? listeners might not have seen it. I guess I can say she, at one point she dresses up in a nurse's outfit. I can say that. Yeah, and then she she she, 
which is into it was in the trailer yeah okay yeah so she got she did things that that um you know i don't explain it um she got revenge that's all we'll say so i liked her 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 i imagined her with a sharp looking hairdo edge like 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 uh, marla with with the red lips and you know the the whole demonic con artist thing and for some reason i don't know why i just i just saw her with the playing marla so that's my recaster and then i recast um diane weiss, weiss character with judy dench say this kind of look alike oh <laughs> uh, yeah that would have been you know, good too yeah and she's done she's done amazing things as well so that's i'm, I'm trying to decide if but uh, I should say Dame Judy, Judy Dench. That's what, yeah. Yes, get you, you know, yeah, get it right. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> I, I was trying to decide if Carrie Mulligan would make me like her more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm not sure. She's still scripted that way. So I don't know if <laughs> casting would help. <laughs> but it could get close. I, I would, might, might possibly. I've seen her, I saw her in Gone Girl and a couple other movies that she didn't, you know, she had an edge, but but it was still kind of a, a good girl type thing. So, you know, with the good, with good um, acting and casting well, and how they turned her and switched her into someone bad, you know, it, it, that's why you, the job was done in making you hate her. So, yeah, because her IMD, like, her IMDB picture makes her look very like sweet. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, and she plays those. Kind of I think it's the haircut. It's the haircut. Yeah. Difference. It's the hair. <laughs> I like when I see sweet-looking women, uh, 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 like um, you know, like Anne Hathaway looking, <laughs> Carrie Mulligan looking, and they, they turn them into badass characters. I like that. That's, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you, Takia. Shelley. Oh, okay. So I recast um, Diane. How, how do you all say her last? Weiss. 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 Weist? I think it's Weist, yeah. I would put Jessica Lang in that role. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I love her. And then I also would recast Alexi. Um, you know, one of his, I don't know, henchmen with Alexander Skarsgård, just because that would be fun. Hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Cool. Uh, those are some fun ones as well. So, Eric, you're next. Okay. Who are you going to put into this movie you hate so much? Which actor do you hate that you would make? Yeah, I want to know. I'm dying to know. He's going to put Taylor Swift in Marla's oh. place. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to try to make this more watchable. You're not oh, a Swifty. What? What do Taylor Swift's fans get called? <laughs> I think they're Swifties. I think it's idiots. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's idiot. Uh, tone deaf? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my little girl it. loves loves her. But and I she's a child, like, so you know yeah. that tells you that's that speaks volumes. That uh, <laughs> uh, she, I'm so in the effort to make this movie more watchable for me. I'm going to uh, also recast Diane Weist, and as I've said, Diane Weist is my favorite part of this movie. So this is nothing on her but I feel like they wasted her and that pisses me off even more than just how they did everything else. So I would like to cast somebody that I think has made a career of making a small role feel very important and really making it stand out better. And she's also been able to play both the sort of doddering older sweet person and a real badass vicious bitch. 
and that's Frances Conroy. Uh, she is the mother of Six Feet Under, and she has played several characters in American Horror Story. Um, and of course, she's been in tons and tons of other things. And and so I think that she would have um, uh, really good, yeah. Role and, and done a good job and made me not be angry that it was wasted. <laughs> she would have made it stand out better and she would have played the switch really well between like, oh, sweet, I don't know what's going on and oh, you're in fucking trouble now. <laughs> That's a fun one, yep. Okay. Thank you, Eric, Ruth. Um, so I was thinking for um, Jennifer's character, uh, Diane Weist, um, I was thinking Kathy Bates, you can see from her being really sweet to like misery kind of thing, I guess you could say. Like that she's got the badass side, I would say too, to be like, hey, you know, you don't know what you're getting yourself into, really. You know, that is three actresses from American Horror Story. I was about to say that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I wonder, oh, you, I was going to say, I wonder if we like that show. <laughs> I think so. I yeah. have not, but seen not it. you. You haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know um, if I should be worried, but well, <laughs> no, I love I I'm well, like what I, I mean, love all those ladies. Um, I'm going to break the trend. I'm not choosing somebody for from American Horror Story, oh, nor on. to replace um Jennifer's character. Instead, I'm choosing somebody to replace Marla. And I thought if this movie yeah. were made in the '90s, um, this person get, the Marla character made me think of this actress a lot. So I was like, oh, if they made it in the '90s. Um, I saw Sharon Stone in the role. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I thought like, of her too, actually. Yeah, I got very like Sharon Stone kind of vibes. Ooh. Um, Ice Queen. Ice Queen. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? Um, so I, I th- yeah, I thought that would be pretty fun. Um, you should be. <laughs> this <laughs> damn time. <laughs> This movie's put me in a bad mood to kiss. So. <laughs> you know, I was paused. You heard what I said? Oh, so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Kakia was playing a, a show really loud. So, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so those are some good, good choices there. I do like the fact that three of them were from American Horror Story. All yeah. vying for the same role. So yeah. They and all they be- would all be perfect. Though. Yeah. All do a good job. Um. Maybe they could make a movie like this where all three of them are women being manipulated or, you know, being conned by her and they team up to take her out. Mm. You know, um, I want to I want a fantasy movie where there's such a thing as as a secret old lady mafia and they have all across the country. But, you know, they have like their chapters in each city or whatever. And And Jessica Lange is the supreme. They totally, yeah. yeah, they totally run the show and even like the, the normal mob bosses, you know, the, the, the middle-aged guys who think they run everything, even they don't know that really they're at the whim of this, these old lady powerhouses. I want to see that fantasy. Um, that would be very interesting to see. Yeah. But I think now that we've gone through a recast, it's time to do what now I'm thinking is going to be a very scary because I'm curious where Eric's going to go with this. Um, <laughs> it's time for our ratings. So as everybody knows, um, we're going to rate from zero to five. Uh, this might be a historical rating uh, that we do. <laughs> a his- oh, you mean a history-making rating? Yeah, a history-making rating that we do here. Um, but uh, you do zero to five. 
You can do quarterly increments. Uh, everybody put your rating in the chat. Put your thumb up when you're ready to do it. And then I'll count backwards from three. And on the row of zero, we'll hit enter. And then Shelly will read them to me. Really strong. Oh, do you have Tableau up? Because I have a question once we do this. I don't, but I can. So we've got everybody. Okay. Three, two, one, zero. Okay, so Shelly, go ahead and read yours. All right, it, oh, my score. Or, or, or read them, read them. <laughs> okay, Fahad gave it a four. Ruth <laughs> gave it a 3.5. I gave it a 3.25. Takia gave it a five. Ooh, Takia. And Eric gave, gave it a 2.75. Eric, that's a lot higher than I was expecting. I, do. I thought it was going to be history making zero. Oh, one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I think still... 2.75 means you like it a little bit. I give no. 2.75 to movies I like. No, well, I know you do. <laughs> but, but I don't give under a three unless it's really caused a problem for me. Oh. And it's only getting a 2.75 because other than that, like the acting is good. And the production is good. You know, oh, so we changed it. your mind. That's what you're saying. Uh, no. Uh, but <laughs> I am fixated on Takia gave it a five. This I like is the, one of your favorite movies was, of all time. The, no, I get a five before. I mean, two clockwork orange and the shiny. And the, like, he has given out a good amount of fives. Yeah. And, and yeah. this is up there with the, with a the clockwork orange and the shining for you. Because I like the acting a lot. The acting was amazing. Like the, this, the plot, you know, got crazy times. I was ready to throw a throw a brick at it as well. I that's what that's what acting is supposed to do. It got brought the emotions out of me, like it did you, Eric. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's why we liked it. The emotion was strong. With this. So here, I, you I, don't I, have to defend your rating. I I just wanted. I, to let I disagree, <laughs> and, and that's fine. I'm fine to disagree. Um, well, I will say thanks to Takia, this movie gets a three point seven. Ooh. <laughs> Balance out the average, Kia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be salty about that forever, but <laughs> you do you, Blue. Well, again, it shows the movie did its job. If it makes you hate it, it's supposed to. Hate I mean, it, it really elicited some visceral reactions from you. I don't yeah. think that, that was the movie's goal, though. <laughs> well, maybe. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I think they failed at whatever. I don't think they knew what their goal was. So Eric, I want to ask you a question. You, you wanted more of a black, like a black comedy, like 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 a black dark comedy, like like more funny thriller type thing. Does that was I think, you I think what they scripted would have worked better if they went for more comedy, but they didn't. I think they got it all wrong in that sense. You weren't sure, yeah, like what the tone was that they were actually going for because it seemed a very serious subject matter with elements of this could be funny, but then they have like explosions and act, like action elements and kid it's yeah i mean i can understand that it was over the place which is I well it was also billed as a as a satirical funny thing instead of black funny a black funny comedy or something comedy thriller so and, and that's and also they not funny so <laughs> they fail miserably at that. so yeah. so if this, if that's what they set out to do then it's not a five-star movie for me <laughs> it doesn't have to be it's okay hey you yeah. gave it no it, it doesn't you, like I said, you still gave it a lot higher than I was expecting. I thought you would give it a one. I was like, I was waiting for a zero. Yeah, I was <laughs> waiting for one. One point something. What, what is the lowest score anyone's ever given? 
Um, I oh Ruth is a low giver. I was looking at the Tableau dashboard actually earlier. Um, Eric, you got the average right. I gave was like th yeah three seven. Well, um, Fahad, my question was going to be, what's the lowest score I've given to date? Is this the lowest? I don't think I've given. Yeah, I don't think you've given below I? a three. I don't think, but I'm. I'll go down and look at it right now. Give me one oh second. Goodness. Unless, unless I gave Midnight Run under a three, maybe. So, Eric, your lowest rated movie <laughs> was oh Midnight Run two seven five also. Okay. Okay. Takia's lowest rated movie. <laughs> was parallel at 2.5 and Vox Lux at 2.5. Well, her lowest rated movie is going to be Spice World at 2. Oh, <laughs> I had an Eric moment, but I didn't hate Spice World. I had an Eric moment. My uh -oh. lowest was Guernsey Literary blah, 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 blah at 2.5. <laughs> Ruth's lowest, I mean, Ruth has, look at like all these 275s. Green Inferno was Ruth's lowest at 2. <laughs> I can understand that. It was that was intense. <laughs> and then Shelly, you're you've you you've had a lot under two under threes, and yours is a three way tie of your lowest rateds of Midnight Run, Cuties, and Jennifer's Body. Okay. Okay. So does that track with most folks in terms of thinking about it? Now you're like, yeah, those movies make sense for my lowest rated. Mm -hmm. so yeah. My but now looking at, I probably would have rated the Kindergarten Teacher lower. <laughs> I mean, not that I didn't like that. It uh, just comparatively. Oh yeah, you gave that yeah three five or the no, three two five. So that would have fallen into the two seven fives maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Shelly, yours. I mean, as you can see here, you have the lowest average rating. Um, <laughs> two of your movies are your highest rated ones. Well, I like them. <laughs> well, actually, all, all three of your tops. All three of your top. Oh. <laughs> but it's cool. Then you got Citizen Kane, Parallel, Ingrid. Yep. Yeah, it's, it, it would be interesting to revisit all these again. Not watching them, but looking at the scores. Yeah. Really. In right. the long run, you know, like, where is it? And also, if we look down here, like, the reason I was saying about Ruth, Ruth is red on here. Ruth has, like, the lowest points in a lot of these. <laughs> huh. I mean... Um, yeah, Ruth is like oh, so that Ruth's movies. You're you're calling her out now for having the lowest rated. No, no, no. These are Ruth's ratings that she's given. So oh. like, for Clockwork Orange, she was the lowest giver. Jennifer's Body, she was the lowest. Possessor, Eric, all of your movies. So just mine and Takia's. One of Takia's. But three of mine and one of Takia's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Data doesn't lie. All right, Ruth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Data doesn't lie. <laughs> you can make it up to me next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> well, no. there's no such thing as fair. Didn't you learn anything on <laughs> the movie we just watched? Oh, <laughs> was take from the spice world. Yeah. So it looks like we got a 3.7 uh, average rating with the movie. Uh, very interesting. I would say it was very divisive, except for the fact it was one person versus four, but that's very divisive. divisive. It was <laughs> I liked it a lot or I hated it. I um, didn't do it the lowest this time. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it was not the lowest this time. Um, I was happy to take that. Yeah. But uh, so with that, we'll go ahead and hand it over right. to Shelly, who's going to pick our next movie. So Shelly. All right. Ooh, I was supposed yeah. to pick. Oh, my gosh. No. Um, uh, this movie is available on Netflix. And I'm super excited about it because I'm uh, excited to have 
I'm excited to pick this movie because I think that we can discuss it in comparison to my feelings on a different one of our other movies, seeing if I have the same like reaction. So I picked the movie Taxi Driver, the Robert De Niro one. There is another Taxi Driver on Netflix. Hey, don't pick that one. Okay. Um, but I thought it would be interesting to discuss because I had such a reaction to the cuties girls acting. I don't know how many of you all have seen Taxi Driver, but um, Jodie Foster's character, she plays a 12, I think she's 12, 12 year old prostitute. 13 maybe. 13, um, very young. So I thought that that would be, and she was very young while she was acting in this movie. So it, so I thought it would be interesting to discuss, like, do I have the same thoughts, if that right. makes sense? That'll be interesting. We haven't sat, we haven't had a movie yet that was selected to then directly compare or a specific topic of it with a past movie. So that would be an interesting way to go in watching this movie to ask ourselves mm -hmm. that question. Oh, look, Invisible Shepherd as Betsy. But I asked uh, Paul and Eric about this movie. Like, have you guys seen this or whatever? Like, I have well, not. I, because I was going uh, to... I've seen it. it. Was, was was a yeah, but that's funny, interesting that Shelly, that you, you'd seen it, that you knew about it. Yeah, not that you would know about it, but yeah, that, that's, that you read my mind. That was one of the ones I was going to pick. But no, please pick it. I, I can't wait to see it again. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So wait, I've seen it. Takiya's seen it. I've seen it. Okay, I'll so see it again. I loved it. <laughs> I want to see it again. I'm looking up the other taxi driver because I'm like, what? Never heard of that. Taxi drivers are there. I see the Robert De Niro one. Oh, and the other one is Oko Ashawo. Oh. <laughs> I guess it? he might be. He might be the actor in it. Oh no, he's not. It's just. Yeah, after his father dies, a young mechanic moves to the city to drive the old man's taxi and encounters assassins in a motley crew of urban weirdos. I'm assuming it's not a remake. <laughs> no. There's no assassins here? Oh, okay. Cool. Um, another interesting thing to talk about with this movie will be it's sort of com the comparison to Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. It's I have to in my opinion, they're very similar films. And Robert De Niro, I think, is actually in Joker, isn't he? So it's almost like a nod. Is he the talk show host? I think so. That's yeah. what I was just thinking. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah. Nobody talks about that, that yeah. he's in it. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm excited about this one. Well, I mean, sorry, this is off topic, but with talking about the Joker, has anybody other than Eric seen The Batman? Oh, Ruth, you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. You didn't care for it, though. It was too boring. I it's okay. I was just thinking of Edward Cullen the whole time. <laughs> it's your fault for ever watching Twilight movies. <laughs> well, hey, I love Twilight. Yeah. I <laughs> well, I love the books a lot more, obviously, but... <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, Ruth, if you ever suggest Twilight for movie club, <laughs> bogeys, I will... I will recuse myself and I will That was leave. my backup. <laughs> <laughs> One of the big reasons why I would not pick Twilight is Kristen Stewart. <laughs> yeah. You don't like Kristen terrible Stewart? Actress. I'm not a fan of hers either. Oh. <laughs> she's a terrible actress. <laughs> I think she's gotten better. 
Okay, you know, I guess she's got to like, it's better to go like, up and better. Again, you can't watch Twilight. Because <laughs> 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 um, Eric, what did we see her in that we really liked her in was Underwater? No. Yeah. Is that what it was yeah. called? Underwater? Yeah, she was really good in that. I guess she's improved. I mean, hey, that's... She was in Panic Room, right? She was with Panic Jody Room. Foster from with, Texas. Yes, with Jody. Yep, see? All <laughs> yep. Exactly. Very cool. She used to look like a little boy in that movie with Jodie Foster, Panic Room. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. That movie is good. It was good. It was so good. I always That's wanted to have a Panic Room. Me too. <laughs> I need a Panic Room. They have one in Gilmore. And now we're advertising the fact that we don't to everybody listening. I do. That's And that is why I built a Panic Room. <laughs> yeah. But we won't say where it is. Yeah. No. The secret. Cool. Well, um, I think that was a lot of great conversation. Good movie for next time, except I guess I'm the only one who's never seen it, but everybody else has, oh, Shelly hasn't seen it either. Um, But for those of you that have, your assignment is to think through uh, the comparisons of Joker, but like Shelly was saying, what are your feelings of it watching Jodie Foster playing a young prostitute as an actual, she was young at that time as well, versus how we felt about it when we watched Cuties. So I think that at least for the three have seen it, is a different perspective to watch it with. Um, cool. So with that, I declare this episode of Old Fogies and Films concluded. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and find our list on Letterboxd. Don't forget to leave a comment or a review. Everybody say bye. Bye. Friends, movie. How much do you love your mother? Bleh. Starting again. How much do you lo- no? How much do you love your mother? No, that was terrible. How much do you love your mother? No. How much do you love your mother? No. Bleh, bleh, why am I not getting it?